0: Hey guys! Don't usually do this, but just a quick disclaimer for this episode about Elden Ring. We actually recorded this episode a little less than a month after the game came out, and as of the time of publishing, it's been about three months. So we just wanted to take a quick second to acknowledge that we do realize the culture and the public discourse around the game has shifted drastically in the last few months. And if we were to record it now, we might use a few different vocabulary words... But otherwise, our opinions are essentially the same, and we stick by what we say. So otherwise, yeah, it's a great episode. Hope you enjoy it.
1: This is really the Dark Souls of podcasting. (sighs) Hello, hello, friends, and welcome to another action-packed episode of the Gems Podcast, the podcast where we talk about Nintendo games, both new and old my name is connor and today i am joined by my ever eternally lovely co-host
0: braden why hello friends
1: hello friend what's up nothing much do you remember a little bit ago when we were talking about gosh i guess it was probably dark souls
0: oh wow and that gamecube game
1: is that different is that a different game not dark souls but made by from software you might have detected a slight misnomer in the uh, intro there, when this is a podcast talking about Nintendo games, both new and old.
0: We don't like Nintendo anymore. Ew. We are big kid games now.
1: <laughs> the kids have left the room. We it's like, time to talk adult
0: stuff. We like blood and cuss words.
1: Yeah, different from Dark Souls. Yeah. Now it's time to go to non land.
0: That's right. Uh. All jokes aside, we are here to talk about Elden Ring. Like, it's a pretty big deal. It We're in part two of our From Software special here, and I'm kind of assuming that you've listened to part one at this point. If you haven't, I would highly recommend you go do listen to that. It's a great episode in and of itself, but it's also a great lead-up into this episode about Elden Ring. And so, you know... We're going to
1: assume... At this point, that you have a prerequisite knowledge of Dark Souls. Sure,
0: that's yes, because
1: you know, it's it's almost a prerequisite for going into this game, Elden Ring. It's such a massive, even outside. I mean, it's a massive game in itself. It's a huge game, the culturally and internally,
0: internally, like the the game, itself, game
1: is itself is just a huge game, mm-hmm. lengthwise, breadthwise, and depthwise. But it's also culturally, yeah, it's made a huge splash. Yes. And it's hard to discuss the game outside of the context that it's kind of provided through socially, culturally, within the gaming sphere at this contemporary present moment. But that's kind of what I want to do: is acknowledge it. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about Elden Ring and what it means right now in this moment but i really want to tap into what it is in a vacuum at some point i feel like that's what that's what this analysis is really going to necessitate okay you know what i mean
0: and can you define that vacuum can you give me a rule set to this vacuum
1: i want to define whether like how good of a game elden ring really is okay like divorced from all of the ten out of tens, all of the sure. hype, all of the all of the information that's like externally surrounds it well, and, and yeah. possibly even divorced from like its association with the dark Souls series, yeah, and in relation but also compared into relation with like what else it i mean directly relates to design and philosophy wise because it's more than just dark souls, yeah, there's so much yeah. To acknowledge it for a second, there's so much dialogue about how this is Dark Souls 4,
0: truly. interesting,
1: yes. How this carries the mantle of the Dark Souls series more than
0: Sekiro or Bloodborne or Demon's Souls. I believe that. Yes, it is more the natural spiritual successor. But is that true? That's Mm.
1: what I wanted to discuss. Mm. Eventually. Okay. After, you know getting some groundwork yeah for sure some, some found laying some foundation for mm-hmm. certain
0: we both picked it up release day yes we had and which is over a month now at this point uh, yeah it pretty wild to say um, I'm I guess I, I'm i a my game counter says I'm at 150 hours I have admitted it's probably more like 130 with some idle time you know um and yeah where are you at
1: i'm at almost 100 hours i yeah i just haven't had a ton of like large consecutive playing sessions Mm -hmm. um i am generally broadly again this is a huge game and progress is not
0: strictly linear so to speak um (laughs) for sure by my understanding, it is quite convoluted, in fact, like if you if you want it to be.
1: Certainly. um, I mean, just to echo back a little bit to the Dark Souls episode, like there is a linear there's one final boss. You know, there's a conclusion. Then there's different funnels there in the progression therein, in. But like some of those funnels are just completely borderless clouds, you know, whatever that means. But as far as like the main progression, you are further than me.
2: Yes. You have more
1: hours. Which is think... kind of shocking because we kind of just established that you you have a little less um marginally less exposure to the whole souls from software series the from the quote unquote from software game yes than me.
0: Yes, and just a quick recap in case you didn't listen. Um I played Dark Souls 1 did not beat it. Played Dark Souls 3 did not beat it. Sekiro is one of my favorite games of all time. I think it's a masterpiece. And so, yes, now I'm into Elden Ring. Obviously, it has sucked my soul. My wife hates me. Um, (laughs) I play it just about every night. And it's funny you say you haven't had good chunks of time because I won't play it if i can't commit at least two hours exactly um i i don't think it's worth it i it feels like such
1: a demanding game Mm -hmm. even more than something like the original dark
0: souls you you mentioned the vastness of the world and i mean that alone genuinely don't think i'm exaggerating when i say i can spend two hours. Perhaps exploring one corner of the continent that I've just unlocked, and perhaps one catacomb dungeon. And that's my playthrough. I probably, realistically, won't even beat that dungeon, that catacomb. You know what I mean? I'll, I will have to end my play if if I'm on a two-hour play cycle. Like, I won't beat that dungeon. I'll get stuck at the boss, I'll pick it up the next play cycle, then I'll beat that boss.
1: And that dungeon, that catacomb, in that region that you described, that mm-hmm. new region that you've explored. Region.
0: Thank you. I said continent. Region continent, is much more appropriate.
1: Wh- whichever. Well, I know what you mean. Uh-huh. That, like, yeah, portion of the map. Region of the map. That catacomb of that region is probably like three percent of the region.
0: Of the region.
1: Of the region. Thank you. Yes. Of the not, dozen not... or so regions of the game. Yeah. And that's all like, just
0: as dense as the rest of them.
1: The breadth the breadth of this game is pretty unbelievable. Let's step further back. Okay. From software, yeah, we started with Lost Kingdoms, yeah, Gothic fantasy card based, what have you?
0: Overworld map. You're you drop into a level. It's a it's a twenty minute level.
1: And then you, in, within that level, you further drop into battle encounters uh-huh. with enemies. Yep. Yeah. Sectioned off. Yeah. Battles are separate from the exploring the dungeon crawling as it were yeah the dungeon crawling is separate from the overworld map where you select the dungeons Mm -hmm. dark souls is um for lack of a better term metroidvania style it's a quote-unquote open world you can't go anywhere at the outset there's not the possibility of that necessarily Mm -hmm. there are certain particular linear points of progression but there are there's a conventional path, and then there's ways that you could relatively easily miss the conventional path and sure. go about those same main goals in a different way, in a different order. This open world is interconnected in uh, so inter- interconnected, vast,
0: surprising ways.
1: Yes, um, exactly. And then following that, Dark Souls 2 and Dark Souls 3... Varying evolutions on that world design. Bloodborne. Kind of shares Dark Souls 1. Sekiro. Pretty linear. Mm-hmm. Elden Ring. The concept is to take that. From software game. That. Um, famously. Legendarily. Interconnected. Tight. World. Mm-hmm. The the Metroidvania style progression. Where it's it's open world. The, the, the Metroid-style thing is that it's, like, rooms, it's corridors, it's paths, but they're all interconnected. Yeah. Open world doesn't mean it's, like, an open field. It means that field is, like, completely dissected into paths. hmm And that's what Dark Souls and the trilogy and the spinoffs, as it were, that's how they're categorized. Sure. Elden Ring seeks to make it an open field. Breath of the... Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild style. Skyrim style. Yeah. Where the entire world is seamless. There's no loading screens. The
0: closest thing to some area transitions will be like the border on a map that you see, you know what I mean? Otherwise sure. you won't know like you've entered a new area
1: you know, it's... You can make your way across the entire game world map without hitting a load screen mm-hmm. you can make your way into any dungeon Yeah, through all the way through any dungeon to any boss without any load screen, the world is seamless, which I mean honestly, I'm kind of describing Dark Souls
0: even... You know what? I think we need to pause, 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 pause. Because, actually, neither of us have beaten it. I am farther than you, <sighs> but let's let, let's get full disclosure here. You know what I mean? I think that's fair. And so, like, we're probably gonna be like saying some spoilery stuff, but by the same token, neither of us have beaten it. We, I'm pretty far. I, I. Will beat the game within a week, I imagine. Um, you probably too if you get some good playtime in. Oh, no, not not at the rate you're you're mm. you're you are you are you i am pretty sluggish, but you're going which is I would like the to, way to play it. I would like to you're think you're playing slow. I am. My the reasons are threefold
1: part of it is that I definitely comb through everything to make sure I'm not missing anything because I know the from software thing. Yeah.
0: You kind of know the model, you know how they like to hide things a little bit.
1: And I'm certainly missing things (laughs) and I need to keep playing and going back. Um, Part of it is that, like I mentioned in the previous episode, I'm just still not great at them inherently. Okay. Even though I enjoy this kind of game immensely, it's my kind of game. This kind of challenging everything thing.
0: That's a healthy acknowledgement. Yeah, I, <laughs> that's a <laughs> functionally
1: I'm not great at them still. Even sure. though I enjoy them, even though I have extensive experience. And el elden, elden, and we'll get into it. Elden Ring is distinct in that, like. With each consecutive from software game, they keep figuring out what players are figuring out and circumventing it. Right, Elden they Ring are, bosses yeah. are kind of unfair. They they're mm, crossing
0: that border. Mm, Am I wrong? Anyway, hold on. Yes, yeah, slow down. Um, I, <laughs> yes,
1: and the third reason that just like I'm generally don't just don't have that much time. To or mm-hmm. haven't had as much time.
0: Yeah, 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 maybe, yeah, yeah. Relatively, the the most obvious and real life answer of them sure. all.
1: but I I mean I also just like don't know for certain. Like we talked about a certain like extensive quest line. I, you might have even done more than me. I would like to think I'm combing through everything, but mm-hmm. like maybe I'm just slow. I don't know.
0: Sure. No, I uh, it's an, I I imagine you probably can navigate most. I use the word dungeon loosely, you know, but most areas just more naturally than I do just having more experience with the series. I, I am trying to tap into my Sekiro recollections and just vaguely what I know of from software and what kind of tricks they like to pull. But um, I feel like you you perhaps naturally clear an area a bit faster than I do. I think you are just being more thorough maybe i cause, well I'll, I'll just acknowledge that i'm not i've skipped bosses before like i'm i've put a marker down and i've been like i'll come back to you you know so i don't know we can save that for the the boss discussion yes if you want but
1: yes i think that's intentional uh huh for several bosses that because same Sure. I, there are bosses that i haven't beaten because they're clearly I'm underleveled for. Yeah. that's That's evident to me. But yeah, maybe. I don't know. I might be more thorough. Truly what just baffles me is anybody that's cleared the game, that has beaten the game in like 70 hours. Either they're just natural gods at video games, or they've
0: just missed so much on their okay. first time through. Okay. I meant to ask you this in the Dark Souls episode. Naturally. So at this point, if just playing for fun you know what i mean i don't know not being 100 percent thorough how many hours would it take you to clear dark souls now yeah she's
1: A... less than 30
0: okay and if i were to go back and play dark souls how many hours do you think it would take me 60 80 40 how long did it take you to be sekiro
1: a hundred? Yeah. it take me a hundred on Dark Souls? Maybe, yeah.
0: Okay, and that's that's great. I don't know.
1: That's a
2: rough you know, estimate. You
0: know, that, and that's fine. You know what I mean? I just, I meant to ask you that. How long of a game Dark Souls truly is for someone who knows what's coming and perhaps knows how to navigate it more than an unsuspecting victim?
1: I mean speed runs of dark souls are like five sub five hours are are yeah speedy yeah you know yeah i mean as far as like knowing what's coming you know yeah and
0: well and it's bare bones play i mean shortcuts and whatever
1: i i mean i'm not i don't really go for speed records i'm just trying to enjoy it if i'm playing dark Mm -hmm. souls again it's, it's i'm trying like a build or something that I haven't done before. Yeah. So I'm taking my time with it a little bit, mm-hmm. trying to enjoy it for what it is. I'm not necessarily trying to get through it as quickly as possible. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Well, that's I've cool. always I've always found myself to be, like, somehow an outlier of all... I mean, especially from software games, like, the hour count. Mm-hmm. Like, my yeah, experience varies. Yeah, that's not a good... Varies.
0: Yeah, that's never a really good way to measure enjoyment at all, or value, whatever. But I do think it can translate kind of to Elden Ring and the people who claim to have... They don't claim. I'm sure they did beat it in 50, 60, 70 hours, but I'm sure they missed so much of the game. Like, they only played core quest lines or something.
1: Or, Can mean, you like,
0: be that good at uh, the From Software formula? And learn bosses that quickly.
1: Right. Blindly, I think Elden Ring is the most challenging From Software game. I can't imagine someone just like Like you wouldn't if if you were playing this game for the first time blind and you Beat it in seventy hours, you would just have to not stop moving. Yeah, you would have to miss so much detail in the game, I guess. And that's not to like, I feel like,
0: but you'd have to know where you're going too. You would have to be playing with a guide.
1: I refrain to, I try to refrain from making judgment calls like that, only because like I feel like saying that is being is like you didn't play it right. Any, any which saying, making any sort of judgment like this, like you didn't play the game the way it should have been played. Sure, like yeah,
0: gatekeeping is never cool.
1: Right, and like if somebody beat it in seventy hours, I mean, from my own personal experience, I can't imagine how that's possible. Mm -hmm. But maybe they did see everything, and maybe they're just like I don't know, better at the game than me or something. Have like more natural skill, latent skill towards this kind of the the kind of challenges it poses. Yeah, maybe that's all it is. Um. You know, mm-hmm. and and simultaneously with Elden Ring, like in particular, I feel like more than any from any other from software game just encourages any solution, like whatever it takes to win.
2: All right. Summoning, yeah.
1: grinding, over leveling, mm-hmm. coming back to a boss later when you're over leveled, coming back to a boss after you. Like find the right kind of spirit summon Uh or ash of war or weapon, you know, Mm -hmm. like the game is so open and varied and wide Mm -hmm. that, yeah, just like ignoring a boss and doing anything else in the entire game world for any amount of time will improve you in some way
0: to come back to the boss later and be better at it. Sure. I want to feel like an English teacher for a second and just listener, remember the theme wide. I feel like that's just going to reoccur wide and vast. So, yeah, that, that was my English lesson or whatever. So, what's Elden Ring? Action
1: RPG? Who?
0: Dark
2: we. Souls 4? No.
0: So, I really, I'm maybe because I was never a Dark Souls fan necessarily. I'm, but I'm pretty on board with separating it from Dark Souls. You know what I mean? Spiritual, yes. And if they want to bridge the gap with some kind of story beat in Elden Ring DLC slash 2, I'm cool with that. But in my mind, I feel cool because I like Elden Ring, not because I like Dark Souls. You know what I mean? Sure. Uh, I
1: mean, I, I think it feels so. like a new thing. It's hard for me to separate from it that. It feels
0: like a different thing. IMO.
1: I think that the connecting thread is too strong to ignore. But again, I'm simply more... It's my experience. Oh,
0: well, and you... are more did, ingrained in me. And I am being a jerk in not acknowledging that. You know what I mean? Of course, Dark Souls is 100% the foundation. And so, like, you know, to to not acknowledge that is just incorrect. But it feels like a reboot. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, it it's, it's a new... F- Feels like a new franchise.
1: It is. I mean, it literally, like literally, it is.
0: Uh, and but, but with the threat of connection
1: following. Yeah, it, you're. I'm with you completely. Mm-hmm. I can't separate it simply because that's like personally where my foundation is. Yes,
0: yes, yes and yes, I yes, also
1: yes. feel like broadly, contextually, you can't separate it because that's this is the From Software game. That's mm-hmm. what established, even since Demon Souls. It's like. Yeah, this kind of action RPG, brutally difficult, currency, level up, stats, yada yada, everything about it. Mm-hmm. But you are absolutely correct in that it's a this is a fresh, this is a this is a new beginning. Mm-hmm. There's a new starting point. Yeah, you any if if one is approaching this line of games from zero, mm-hmm. they would be better off starting with Elden Ring than say Dark Souls three mm-hmm you know absolutely as much as i think dark souls 3 is like of the dark souls trilogy mm-hmm. in a those three games in a vacuum yeah dark souls 3 is the most mechanically advanced it feels the best to play uh-huh and is the easiest and most accessible purely mechanically to drop into they shouldn't for the sake of the dark souls trilogy elden ring is a new thing it's its own thing it should be taken as it as it is you're right cool Okay. To a degree. You know, yeah, yeah, all, yeah, yeah. Yes. all of what all... I'd said being... Yes. It just depends on... I mean, it's all it almost purely depends back on whatever your personal experience is. And mm-hmm. for you, that's not a heavy investment in Dark Souls. Yeah. For me, it is. Of course. For me, it's to everything. <laughs> uh-huh. um, there's bits and pieces
0: of Bloodborne and Sekiro in there, obviously. But wait, you, what was your question? You asked, what is Elden Ring?
1: And that's I, probably I, true.
0: I think I went off on a weird... We probably both English did. lesson or something about themes. Yeah, maybe. We
1: probably both did. Um, what is Elden Ring though?
0: So uh, it, it it just adds on to what we talked about in the previous episode, but some guy he said it was like Dark's dark souls, Zelda and Monster Hunter had a baby. And I was like, yeah, that's true. <laughs> um and so um, <laughs> well, you know whatever. It's an open world RPG, you create your character, you pick a class, you can be anywhere from vagrant nomad with no weapon, just bare fists, to brute chieftain with gravity hammer, and to a small little imp man who only uses crossbows and fireballs.
1: Yes. This is an example that I gave to some friends pre-release. Okay. This is why it's important that we did Dark Souls and we're doing the whole From Software framework. Okay.
0: From work,
1: if you will.
0: Ooh, from work.
1: Demon Souls into Dark Souls into Dark Souls 2. Now, do you know what came out after Dark Souls 2? Scholar yep. of the First Sin.
0: Is that Bloodborne?
1: Bloodborne. Bloodborne came out before Dark Souls 3 which is interesting. That is weird because Blood Bloodborne is different. Bloodborne mm-hmm. is less about RPG and more about action. Bloodborne is fast-paced. Mhm. Um it, juxtaposed to the first two Dark Souls that came before it. You can't upgrade your armor. You can up there's like maybe a dozen different weapons total. Wow, okay. And like half a dozen sub-weapons. Sure. And that's it. And you can upgrade them, and you, there are different stats that you upgrade.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You can't upgrade your armor. Less heavy on role playing elements, or sure. rather, like stats and stuff, stat building, right? And more emphasis on like the moment to moment action, combat
0: action. Yeah,
1: Dark Souls Three comes out a little more like that. The combat itself, like the the, the visceral feel of the combat, is polished. It's got like the Bloodborne feel to it. Okay, yeah, reactivity. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it keeps the Dark Souls RPG elements.
2: Uh-huh.
1: Dark Souls Three. After that is Sekiro. Yes. And that's but that's following the Bloodborne branch. Absolutely. Because Sekiro is an action game. It's not RPG at all. Yeah. Right. It's like a pure action reflex. Mm-hmm. If anything, that's the get good game. It is like there's no, you can't level your stats. Right. You can't grind in Sekiro. You gotta have the boss's patterns down pat or mm-hmm. you are simply not beating it
2: mm-hmm. you
1: have to <laughs> you have to get good yes. at the game yes elden ring is less about if you're the only way to conquer this is if you're good at this and more so there are infinite ways around this problem here's a boss that you can't beat here are a million solutions to how you can beat this boss yeah you can not try to you can grind whatever level you're in you can Go anywhere in the map and find this weapon that has strength scaling. This weapon has that has dexterity scaling. This weapon that has this this item mm-hmm. in this corner of the world that has like this resistance to the thing that the boss does. This item at this opposite corner of the world that you can go find that has that ex, uh, excels at this damage. That's good against this boss. You can just grind some levels. You can try a different boss. Use that this is item. essential to, Yeah, summon a friend. Exactly. Summon yes. Yeah. Summon help. Find a new astro- Find a new summon. Uh huh. You know, upgrade your summons.
0: We've got to talk about summons. We'll get there.
1: Yes, <laughs> we'll get to a lot of things. Uh-huh. But yes, instead of what what refined the purely action elements of the Dark Souls series to where it was so action oriented, and and what's important to note too about Sekiro, no multiplayer elements. Single player only. So action-focused that, like, truly, yeah, if you can't get this tough-as-nails, brutal bosses pattern down, Mm -hmm. you're really screwed. Yeah. You... Like, there's no other way around it. Um, Elden Ring oftentimes feels like that. Because, to me, the bosses are unforgiving. They are punishing. They have more dastardly attack patterns than ever in the entire series. But, like we're saying, with this deviation to the opposite kind of RPG, Uh make-your-own-adventure realm instead of the purely action, there are just more solutions. Sure. You don't have to be pounded into the ground over and over and over.
0: You can do anything else. So, okay, I, I, I may have lied. Let's try to get into summons. Kind of just assuming you understand how multiplayer generally works and you can summon friends for bosses mm-hmm. uh, in the previous games. Like, that's a normal thing in Dark Souls.
1: Mm-hmm. Dark Souls um, 1 had the, the humanity thing, just to recap. Yeah. But in Dark Souls 2 and 3, it worked a little different for each of them. Um, in Elden Ring, it's a little similar in that for the actual multiplayer element, you have to opt into it. You have to use it. You can use a consumable item similar to the humanity that makes summon signs appear, friendly summon signs appear, and also adversarial summon signs appear,
0: and also invaders, right. possibly. But also in Elden Ring are these summon ashes, which I believe are new to the series.
1: Yes, they're this a new whole like mechanic, basically. In the past, in the Dark Souls series, all you could do was summon other players, and in very particular circumstances, summon NPCs, uh, non-player characters, and those are usually quest-related, like you complete a character's quest, and then you can mm-hmm. summon them for a particular boss fight. But now, in Elden Ring, you collect summons as like items, right. as, treasure, as loot. You can, right, you, you have clear
0: an, a, a tomb or something like that, and you, you find ashes. Yeah,
1: and and are there, what are they called? Spirit ashes?
0: I think that's right, yeah.
1: A spirit ash of a particular character or creature that you can summon at will whenever you want.
0: Or, might I say, I think it's pretty cool, like a group of characters? Yes. Like some of them are like groups of soldiers, yeah. or like a pack of wolves.
1: Some may be one big... Buff minotaur, dude. Some maybe like a pack of five wolves. Love that guy, by the way. The minotaur? Yeah. Yeah, he's sick. Some, uh, one, the most famous maybe is this singular jellyfish. Okay, yeah. You use jellyfish a lot? I still I do. Ha-
0: I haven't. I, that's not who I thought you were going to say is the most famous.
1: Well, the mimic.
0: Yeah, yeah. mimic. Tear, right?
1: Mimic tear, because, Yeah.
0: It's not like I, I'm always afraid it's going to be mimic tear, but I did, couldn't make that work in my brain.
1: Yeah, I think I'm pretty sure it's tear. Yeah, but yeah, they're, they're essentially instead of things to be summoned being exclusively relegated to specific summon spots um, in the game world. Mm-hmm. Now you can summon entities to fight for you at basically al- almost any point um, at will at the consumption of your mana bar, your magic bar, your magic meter. I'm thinking maybe where you're going with this, but what I see as the ultimate point of it is to just kind of like help, I don't know, curb that difficulty spike, especially for for those playing single player. But also, I mean, to anyone who's looking for like some extra help for a boss or a particular challenge, I mean, it just Mm -hmm. makes it easier. Or like, I don't know. Well,
0: I don't know. That's close, but I'm, I see it as more of like a, the way you put it, it phrases it more of like a chicken and an egg thing. I think they came up with the idea of these spirit ashes. To my understanding, there's like 60 of them or something. And they programmed all of these to be able to aid you. And you know what I mean? Custom movesets. Some of them are original NPCs and some of them are just recreations of enemies that you fight and stuff. But they programmed all of these i think to in my opinion they made the bosses to encourage the use of summons regardless so you cannot summon both spirit ashes and a real player character you have to choose one or the other but regardless ah uh, you're giving me a face so Isn't that true? You, so here's the thing you can summon spirit ashes and an npc quest character or you can summon a player, a real player character and an NPC quest character. But you can't add a Spirit Ash if you have activated a... A, hu- a
1: human actual player. A
0: furled finger. Yes. You know. Okay. Regardless, though, in my opinion, I think the logical conclusion is they are encouraging you to play cooperatively, whether it's with an NPC or a real human to beat these, quote unquote, more difficult bosses.
1: I agree. That's kind of what I was getting at with like when saying like those, especially playing single player. Sure. Like the like there's the extra help makes it. I mean, easier. Mm-hmm. Isn't really what I meant. Um.
0: Yeah. But no...
1: you're what you described is what I meant. Yeah. Like, it's I'm like, totally
0: just adding on. The... I I hear you.
1: Like I mean it when I say these bosses are. More aggressive, their attack patterns are more unforgiving, more mm-hmm. punishing than any Dark Souls game, in comp- comparative to like Sekiro.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But like you say, um, there are, and I mean, like I think this is a broad design philosophy for the whole game. Like there are just like so many contingencies in place to help you overcome that. The game is viscerally more difficult if you try to h- handle a challenge head on solo. Odds are it might be too much for you by yourself, but, but there are Spirit Ashes, there are NPC summons, there are player summons that mm-hmm. also help plenty, and again, if all else fails, you can do <laughs> anything else. Right. You can go try anything else, literally anything else yeah.
0: in the entire game. Walk the other direction.
1: Yeah. But yeah, I, 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 ultimately, with what you're saying, I, I agree.
0: The Spirit Ashes feel so... I mean, they are... A reward in, I don't know, a majority of the like optional caves and things that you'll, yeah, that you'll explore, and so like, you know, it just it seems so encouraged, and so many of the bosses that I fought, I don't think I could have gotten through if I didn't have a distraction at at least some point for them to turn around, let me hit their back for two seconds you know what i mean
1: sounds like you aren't getting good enough i you have to get good
0: friggin i'm not good enough i'm i i posted a meme on our instagram a little while and the the soy jack dudes and one of them's like no you can't do that and then it's the chad he's like ha ha ding ding with all the little summons (laughs) behind him yeah like yeah i'm him i'm chad ding ding motherfucker
1: i and i am like that's again again The bosses are way more aggressive with their attack patterns, but that's why, like, with that comes ways to circumvent that, to cheese them back. The attack patterns are unforgiving and punishing, Uh but you have ways to be unfair to them back, to cheese them back.
0: What kind of weapons are you using?
1: I am using, kind of started with, like, sword and board, sword and shield, but then ended up going more generally strength build so i'm okay doing kind of great sword and shield and also kind of like colossal sword like two-handing uh like like an ultra great sword
0: and so with that you take damage when you block um or do you just go for the dodge if you're two-handing a great sword you know it Depends on the boss, but
1: but I mean, do you take yes. damage if you block when you're blocking with when you are two handing a great sword and you block with that? Yes, you are taking damage. I just um, I,
0: I don't know if there are any it, I don't know if there's anything you can two hand besides a shield that won't prevent right damage. Sure, I was, you know that was more of a dumb right. question.
1: Uh, generally, I mean, just generally, the character that I'm doing right now in my right hand, I've got a. Great sword, the Lord's One's great sword with a bleed effect. Nice. And I also have, and I switch that with the great sword, which is ironically not a great sword; it's a colossal sword. Okay. Uh, but it has one of the best strength scaling in the game. Mm-hmm. Um, that's generally what my stats are What's going for. What's its grade? Like for I think strength. A right now. Really? Um, yeah. So strength is my main stat, and like vitality and endurance are close behind. Uh-huh. That's pretty much all I'm going for. Cool. And a shield whenever I'm using the Bleed Sword, the, the, the Lord Sworn Great Sword. Mm-hmm. Um, and I switch between those depending on the enemy.
0: Dope. What you got? Fun. Um, I also started Sword and Board for a while, but then uh, after you beat the first major boss, Godric, you get his Remembrance, and there's this cool. So like when you beat bosses, you can get weapons kind of based on their skill set or their actual weapon. And so I, for a while, I was using like this fist thing based on the, the dragon, dragon that he uses on his arm. Oh, that's pretty sick. pretty. It was a lot of fun. Um, and actually, right now I'm using dual whips. I'm using Hoslo's pedal whips. Um, both have bleed and cold effects, and they're shredding up pretty good. Power stance, bro. I don't know what that means, but okay. Are you, do you have a whip
1: in your right and left hand? Yeah. When you press L one, does it do like a double attack? Yes. That's power stancing, bro. Yeah. That's Dark Souls
0: Two, dude. It's it shreds. Yeah, pretty good, literally. I mean, well, and so, like, I mean, I get caught in pretty long attack anim- animations from time to time. No and doubt.
1: like That's such an interesting build to go for still your first
0: playthrough. I'm having a blast. Uh, so, and actually, the boss that I'm on, um, I have rotated out my, my left-hand whip with a shield. Um, I found the need to block a little bit. Um, Whips and so, ain't
1: gonna be so good against strong armor. You know that, right, baby? Sorry? Whips ain't gonna be so good against... Oh,
0: yeah, Hard I know. Armor. well, that's where my bleed and cold come in.
1: Okay, did you say so?
0: Yeah, and I, well, so as the game's progressing, I'm I'm starting to regret decisions, but, <laughs> um, but I'm I really am having fun with them. Sure. Yeah. So, man, this openness, Mm-hmm. this
1: sheer breadth, this sheer po- potential variable of randomness for every person's every player's first playthrough as they get to understand the game is it well designed is it good game design to do that to make it so you're because your build is going to be obsolete for
0: something absolutely I don't know how seriously I mean this but I actually think this is one of those games that we're all going to want to have played again for the first time oh hands down and and that's true for from software backlog of course but like you said the breadth is so massive and the knowledge of where something is that you might need absolutely spoils any challenge that you might have coming up. I absolutely think the surprise... So, I'm... I can say with pretty full honesty that, like, I have used limited guidance through my experience. I've... I think I've looked for the location of a couple NPCs, and I've reddited, like... A hard a handful of hard bosses i just want to vent with a handful of people see what they did but you know what i mean like i i am really trying not to spoil too much if i knew that i wanted a whip and i knew where to get that whip it'd be a different game even the fact that i've never used a sorcery but i'll know where to get sorceries on my second playthrough Will take away from the value of sorcery. In my weird, twisted, I'm not sure if I'm correct opinion. Okay. Does that make sense?
1: Do you think that's
0: a, a so good it's design or not? Immaculate game design. With absolute zero replayability. Wow. I think it's all in the mystery, baby. All of it? That's what I'm addicted all to. All of it? That's... Because I, the, it's,
1: the, I, I, the, the purpose, like, I mean, the big draw of, like, Dark Souls replay runs is finding, is trying a new build. I mean, kind of, especially when you know where the things that you want to make your build work are. You make a build around a certain weapon, you know?
2: Mm-hmm. And that's
1: even more possible in Elden Ring when you can, from the word go go grab the weapon that you know you want for the build, even more so than Dark Souls, you know? Mm-hmm. You can ride your horse all the way to, I don't like Volcano Manor from the word go mm-hmm. and grab whatever weapon out of whatever random dungeon you know sure. you want, or Ash of War or Spell or what have you, and start upgrading your character towards that goal. That, re- that knowing where everything is is obviously arguably
0: the other side of the replayability coin.
1: Yes, precisely. It is obviously a different play experience mm-hmm. and something I mean I kind of ended up circumventing but really ended up meaning about Dark Souls is that there is nothing like playing a From Software game at launch when the week, when the week, when the like the game's wiki is blank. <laughs> uh-huh. Nobody knows what's going on. Nobody Mm -hmm. knows what where anything is or what anything does. What any of the bosses' ailments are or advantages are. Like, there's nothing like playing Dark Souls.
0: Pure public panic.
1: Exactly. (laughs) You're like that's going through it. Like no, there's no choice other than to go through it blind. Yeah, as everyone is figuring it out at the same time. So you're absolutely right. There's nothing that's going to replace the first week of Elden Ring coming out. Yeah. And here we are a month out and people have been playing it like over and over and over. People have like perfected speed runs already, you know, we're we're already past it, past the the point of willing blindness, as it were. Yeah. You can't avoid the context Mm -hmm. practically. But I also think that's something as we evaluate and analyze the game's quality of design, however you can quantify that exactly, mm-hmm. I think that's something that only comes with time. Because it's the same as Dark Souls. When in 2012, a year after Dark Souls came out, it would not be joystick's number one <laughs> game of all history. Right. It takes historical context <laughs> and like influence and Yeah. You know? Yeah. Things that are bigger than what the game is. Yeah. And I and I think all that being said, I think we're still in the honeymoon phase with Elden Ring. Oh, absolutely. And I think it's kind of the opposite in that what I predict is that time is going to bring Elden Ring down a peg. I believe that too. That's something that I fear. That's something that as a from software adorer and understander mm-hmm. and analyzer, a critic, but like, also you know. their biggest fan. Yeah. It's something that you just have to be you have to just honestly confront and like be transparent with your love hate relationship with. And there are times that I have been I personally find myself averse to a lot of open world games in that I just get fatigued. Mm-hmm. even even breath of the wild yeah from reused assets
2: mm-hmm. the
1: same in metal gear solid 5 the same enemy base the same enemies the same boss copy and pasted mm-hmm. you see the same landmarks just like m- m- a handful of times across the world and you're like oh okay i'm just repeating the steps the breadth becomes trivial sure when it comes to something like Dark Souls 1, where, sure, there's a handful of repeated bosses. Mm -hmm. Sure. Mm -hmm. It had rushed development. Sue them. (laughs) Um, But it's such a tighter experience. Right. Like you were alluding with Sekiro Mm -hmm. earlier, Mm -hmm. that there's less room for error. But I find myself, with Elden Ring, there was a a pretty sizable spell where I just felt that open-world fatigue, where... I don't like following the main story in open world games because right. I don't want to just, I don't want to miss shit. Uh-huh. Um, so I try to do everything. But in Elden Ring, when I'm doing everything, I'm seeing a lot of the same thing. Yeah.
0: Over and over.
1: And for rewards that aren't valuable to
2: me. <laughs> for
1: spells and right incantations and weapons that, Require stats that I'm not dumping into, mm-hmm. which is just kind of how it is. Yeah. Is that bad game design? Is that good game design? Right. I think it's intentional. Mm-hmm. You know, that's just that's just how it is,
0: and, and, and some of it is, how it has to be. Maybe, maybe for decent balance or whatever. I don't know. Because some
1: of it is immaculately designed. Mm -hmm. Some of it is so perfect and so brilliant. It's Dark Souls 1 all over again. It's intelligent. It's so smart. Some of it is just like you didn't have to make a whole whole other catacomb with the same enemies, a slightly different layout, and a repeated watchdog boss fight. Just to have an occasion to give me the spell. Just Mm -hmm. put it in a treasure chest. I don't care. Yeah. Doesn't matter. I could do without this dungeon. Waste of time. I've seen everything in this dungeon already. I'll buy it it... from the
0: wench. Yeah.
1: (laughs) It's fine. Don't worry about it. And it's also, calling back to Dark Souls 1 again, the intelligent design of a lot of the Dark Souls games, that enriching lore Mm -hmm. is where you're finding all these items. Who is carrying this particular weapon and this partic- Who teaches you this particular spell? Sure. What enemy is dropping this item in this area and why? And that's part of the world building. Mm-hmm. The the rats in the sewer are they drop humanity as an item because they're eating humans and that's a byproduct. Sure. That's in the lore. Uh huh. Um, that's
0: awesome.
1: It's it's all intentional. Yeah, it's all part of the world because it's a tighter world. That's the design. And Elden Ring, I don't know why there are a dozen watchdogs all over the whole world. Yeah, and some of them have spirit ashes. Some have them are guarding spells. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the Mariners are about. There's multiple. There's multiple night sent like the nighttime
0: night- caval- yep. cavalry, yeah, and night birds and the night death birds. Deathbird, sorry, yeah. You know, they're oh tree sentinels. Tree which makes make a little more sense with each minor Erd tree, I guess. Kinda, but... but they're just in. And then, and then there's the
1: grafted scions.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: There's the same soldiers everywhere. Mm-hmm. You know, there there comes a point in like the design document process, the blueprint
0: process, where it's like, is this too wide? <laughs> Is there too much breadth? Do we have enough content to fill it? Is that even the argument? Or just There's point enough... blank too much breadth? I think it. I think it's
1: not the content. It's not the worthwhile content dotted around. Mm-hmm. It's the space between it. Sure. It needs to be tightened. Mm-hmm. I like... It's cool that that ash of War or that spell or that weapon... That I, none of which are useful to me. It's mm. cool that they're in the game for particular character builds, but the fact that it takes right. so much time to get to them, to get to that reward that might not be for me, mm-hmm. or there's so much space between them, there's just so much friction in the way mm-hmm. that I feel like feels sloppier.
0: Huh. That's so. Interesting.
1: And I feel like that's what's going to take time and for the hype to die down. For people to like get this bird's eye view of the whole blueprint of the game mm-hmm. to understand.
0: Well, that's a good lead into what I was going to say. Is like I do feel like that's a more veteran perspective to have, perhaps. Okay. I am perhaps a little blinded by the newness and shininess and you know what I mean just sec- like like we've said Sekiro is not a souls born tried and true it's 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 much more action and streamlined and so this is my first top to bottom experience with a souls born you know what I mean and and the mystery it provides you know the 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 allure of the dark and grim and what's, mystery. Com- what's coming next? What, like what, what the are you heck missing? is what's going next? on? How much
1: longer does it go? How much deeper does it go? Yes. yes. The mystery is And what... so
0: I'm... I'm... ai am nothing short of addicted. I... My wife hates me, dude. I'm sorry, man. It's okay, but I got the TV and that's all that matters.
1: <laughs> man, you're lucky you live with one person. I live with three other people. Oh, that's the problem. Yeah. I haven't played in a week. Yep, yep. Your perspective is valuable too. Mm-hmm. Just because I have more experience doesn't mean my perspective is more valuable than yours.
2: Yo, oh, yeah, 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 yeah.
1: But I want to say I'm going to try to bring it full circle. Mm-hmm. Not to like, not not as a conclusion. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think we need to go even further. I think Elden Ring can be refined and streamlined even more. Mm-hmm. In the way that they want to, mm-hmm. Elden Ring is still as when people call Elden Ring a culmination of all of the design philosophies that From Software has ever conceived of. I know what they mean, mm-hmm. but it's still flawed and it can still be improved. Sure, so can Sekiro, for that matter. Mm-hmm. Sure, it's not like the be all end all of action games. Mm-hmm. It's <laughs> it's damn near. Polished and thought out to to the nth degree, but it could still be tighter, you mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. And I think that's true for Elden Ring. I only feel that because uh, the uh, veer more into Nintendo. I so I played. I've played all of the From games. Dark Souls One, Dark Souls Two, then Bloodborne came out, then Dark Souls Three came out, and then Sekiro came out. And you can see this kind of evolution, this connecting thread. Mm Mm-hmm. I I played Bloodborne after I played Sekiro. Hmm. Um, Which is a little confusing.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Backwards Um, chronologically.
1: Yes, exactly. And to me, playing Bloodborne after Sekiro, Bloodborne feels more unfocused. Okay. Sekiro being this ultimate streamlining, this, like just eliminating any hint of rpg yeah 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 um in the way that bloodborne stripped dark souls of a lot of its rpg elements to be more action focused but mm-hmm. it was still like there was still enough variety enough variables there were different weapons and they could all be upgraded and there were stats that you could upgrade mm-hmm. versus sekiro where it's just like you have one weapon the entire game yeah you I mean, RPG elements are strict, very limited. It's mostly about like the different like fun tools you have,
0: right? Yeah. Um, what kind of
1: rather than like what like lane you're you're specking into?
0: Uh-huh.
1: I think, and and so I can see with Bloodborne at the time why it got so popular, why it's people's favorite. Mm-hmm. But I can also see why sec- how Sekiro improved it
2: retroactively.
1: Sure. I think they're all that to say, all that to say. I think Elden Ring canon will be improved by From Software someday in the future. The concept that it's going for, okay, this culmination.
0: It's not a patch. It's not a DLC. It's a next iteration, probably. It is. It is. It is know, even further. Reimagining of Elden Ring. I think so. I think it
1: it is liable to be surpassed someday. Mm-hmm. I would dare compare Dark Souls to Elder Scrolls Four Oblivion, mm-hmm. and Elden Ring to El- Elder Scrolls Five Skyrim. Sure. In that they're very similar games. The f- latter. Improves upon a lot of things of the former, um, but ultimately there's plenty of ground, plenty of reason to prefer the former, and I prefer Oblivion mm-hmm. to Skyrim, personally. Lovely, because that's where I started, and also I think there's just plenty of personal preference things, yes. things that aren't flaws or upgrades, things that are like but I prefer the not setting. Available of, or... Yeah, I prefer the setting of Cyrodiil, mm-hmm. or of yeah Ciradil to Skyrim. Aesthetically. Mm-hmm. Personally. And that's just me. Eldering is amazing. It's a feat. It's a it's a new uh, benchmark. It's a high watermark for game design in mm-hmm. many ways. But it's far from the ceiling.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. And. That's a healthy and still positive perspective on it. You know what I mean? It's an appreciative. Yeah. And
1: hopeful perspective. It's just hard not to rubber band like even harsher back when it's just getting such universal praise. Yeah, And, and to go even further full circle, like, again, being there at the release of Dark Souls when mm. it was like reasonable critical praise, not popular at all, to see it all kind of like slingshot into the future with Elden Ring getting So much public attention and so much critical praise to the point where, like, people that might not like, that are probably not going to like this kind of game Mm -hmm. are, like, getting into it or trying to and getting mad about it. Yep. Because it's too hard. It's not what they expected. They were told this was going to be the greatest game of all time. Mm -hmm. There's this understandable notion that, like, the greatest game of all time should probably be pretty accessible Uh uh-huh understandably
0: sure i
1: could see that it stands to reason Mm um i don't necessarily agree but i can see the reasoning behind it yeah um and that's what's drawing so many people to this game
0: so how many more times are you going to replay this game
1: (sighs) that's just something that i think time will tell
0: will you replay it immediately like is that even like mentally i'm not mentally there you know what i mean i don't I... play i i've said before i don't replay games very well very often and i definitely can't dive right back into this one with a different build when
1: i i want you to follow me okay when i'm saying when i i want you to <laughs> As I am drawing with my hands in the air in front of Brayden, these full circles, when I'm saying, I'm coming back full circle, Uh it's like I'm drawing the Elden Ring, you know? Oh,
0: yes you are. Because it's like... do the little overhead. Yeah,
1: because it keeps getting bigger and like overlapping and stuff. So I'm going to come full circle again. Okay. Because this is what I kind of mean when I'm reaching back to 2011 with Dark Souls. Yeah. Again and I, I don't and i'm not just emphasizing it to like emphasize like my own street cred of being with dark souls since the beginning mm-hmm. but like it truly dark souls when it came out in 2011 was just nothing understood as like, not at all in the same way as it is now in 2022 mhm it's it's just so we just really can't understand what elden ring is going to look like in Five, ten years contextually. Uh, yes, and, but that's eleven
0: to keep it. Yeah,
1: <laughs> that's what it's going to be. Mm-hmm. Dark Souls isn't now what it was when it came out. It's something huge and bigger. Elden Ring is huge and big now, but it might shrink by like in ten, eleven years. Right. It will, might be surpassed by Breath of the Wild too, the sequel. It might be surpassed by whatever From software is putting That'd out. That'd be
0: cool. Go Nintendo, go you can do it big dog delay that game do what you gotta do uh, beat Elden Ring heartbreaking
1: but I saw it coming yeah I predicted it who didn't like I mean yeah
0: yeah. literally within
1: before the announcement within that same week I was telling a friend we were talking about Elden Ring Uh and just talking about video games and I was like yeah every every 3D Zelda Zelda game gets delayed like twice yeah (laughs) without fail this is
0: the first right
1: maybe it might uh, we'll see yeah wouldn't surprise me. Don't get any hopes up. Anyway, yeah,
0: there,
1: there's plenty of room for Elden Ring to be surpassed, or and whatever its reputation is now within months of its release is going to be different five, ten years, and mm-hmm. what its what its legacy is going to be isn't going to be defined by what it is right now. It's going to be what it represents in those five, ten years. What it is still better than, and what it, what it has been surpassed by. Right. In whatever avenue that means mm-hmm. you know soul dark souls spawned this the, the souls like subgenre the quote unquote like the souls like mm-hmm. and i think skyrim was similar you know like open world games were just like skyrim with guns kind of thing <laughs> you know there are these games that come along and like breath of the wild has imitators now but only years after the fact because Breath of the Wild is not the can kind of game that you can crank out overnight. Right. It takes years of development. And so I think it's going... I think Elden Ring is a new benchmark for something, but I think it's going to take years to analyze and critique about what made it work and what made it not mm-hmm. and for people to understand it and get it and then furthermore
0: implement it. It's going to be a long time. So how much further... Can this Dark Souls model go though? It's deep, but I mean, how much has it changed in four games according to this branch of your From Software lineage? You know what I mean? How, not can much. It, can it still be punishingly difficult? Will they change the stats? Will, you know what I mean? What's. And that's not your job. There are people. No offense to you and none to me, but much smarter than us, you know, paid to come up with how these things work. Certainly. Um, But, you know, what what can they do?
1: Time is ever marching forward. (laughs) And there will probably come a day where even I am tired of like the. All right. Vitality, strength, dexterity, intelligence, faith.
0: Okay, here's these stats. Here's these spells. Let's do it. I've been using Ember with Charmander (laughs) for 25 years, so I don't know. Exactly.
1: But, again, I think they can still go for openness and variety, building on the variety. Mm -hmm. Like, expanding rather than tightening. Yeah. Tightening being Bloodborne into Sekiro. Uh Expanding being Dark Souls into Elden Ring. Mm -hmm. I think they can further expand the variety at hand. Okay. The sheer... Helpfully? Vers- yeah, versatility at play. Mm-hmm. While still eliminating the needless breadth of the game. Mm-hmm. The repeated mini-bosses, enemies... Useless context- items. Useless items, contextless enemies and bosses like that just like almost have no place in the lore. They're just kind of there. Yeah. You know? Um... I think those are not incom- incompatible ideals. Mm-hmm. Is keeping this like sense of freedom and mm-hmm. variety, and maybe even like size and and keeping the breadth, but just like mm-hmm. I don't know, packing it more to the gills with variable content, which is obviously more manpower, more work, more time,
2: mm-hmm.
1: more unreason, more of an
0: unreasonable demand yeah it's give us more game kind of and, but, but but also that's w- what the future should hold
1: but we'd also be confusing that it's or sorry we'd also be complaining that that's too much because uh-huh. this is already too much
2: uh-huh.
1: there's already too much game here we haven't finished it yet and we're already, and, I'm, and i'm already complaining about <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: the half that i've played mm-hmm. Is already. I mean, it's because
0: it's repeating too much, and I'm already going through the phases. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just... Can you re-roll your stats in old Dark Souls games? I think maybe in, like, one or two of them. That is a valuable aspect. First off, the Ranala fight is dope. I it know is. I'm not the first to say it. Won't be the last fun
1: fight. I've seen more complaints about that one than compliments but i'm with you
0: i but, like it a lot dude, it was so cool her summons the moon oh my gosh sick. i loved it it's and sick. her ability to re-roll your stats anytime you want as long as you have what does she take a larval tier
1: yeah for for the lay person yes for the person that is listening to this that doesn't, doesn't play Elven ring <laughs> there is a potentially main boss that you can fight you need to collect a certain amount of great runes to progress in the game. And there are a, a handful of main bosses in the game that you can tackle in any order, in any quantity that you want to obtain these great runes. One of these bosses uh, that you can defeat, you don't have to defeat. You might miss. You mm-hmm. might not. She, When you defeat her, she grants you the ability to reallocate all of your stats and attributes that you have allocated from leveling up the leveling up working the same as in dark souls you defeat enemies and bosses and collect currency in this game it's runes it's Mm -hmm. not souls it's runes and you um, expend that currency to level your character up um, increasing your individual attributes strength dexterity intelligence Mm -hmm. vitality endurance etc point by point Spending these runes, this currency, but beating this certain, this particular boss unlocks the ability to reallocate all of the attributes that you have administered already. So you can effectively play different character builds within
0: the same playthrough. And just to give you a number visual here, I started the game at level 10 with certain points already allocated to certain stats, and that's fine. I am now about a level one hundred and twenty-five, which means that's hundred and fifteen points that I have allocated to various stats, strength, mostly brutality. to strength, dexterity, and faith. If you at find at this point, I'm realizing I've wasted some dexterity points, and based you know on what, what you, are... you know what, never mind. I want to cast some spells. I can ditch my strength. I can ditch. Ditch my dexterity. I can go full arcane and intelligence, and I can be casting the most powerful spells with the co- at the cost of one larval tier. That's the item that she'll take to re-roll your stats, and that's literally game-changing. If you want it to be, you know, I haven't I haven't taken such a drastic change, but to the point that you are making, if I wanted to. I have the items to make it worthwhile.
1: That is part of the freedom and the variety that inherently makes Elden Ring so special. And you are absolutely right that that is a crucial element to it being so free and Two all whatever everything I've said about like the repetitive dungeons being into repetitive boss fights into an item or a spell or something that isn't useful to me. Mm-hmm. it can be if I want it to. right. I can do this yeah. this very arcane process <laughs> to essentially rebuild my character mm-hmm. in the same playthrough if I want to. Yeah, now.
0: Whether that's great game design or not, uh, right? Exactly. Freaking no! Probably because not. It
1: once more, like, it's worth acknowledging that this, arguably, possibly, like essential design choice, function? yeah, this essential mechanic, um, that feels like it, it, it should come hand in hand. It should come in tandem mm-hmm. with all this freedom and variety at play. Sure. Um, it should be more accessible this ability is locked behind a all the way pat like you have to clear an entire level Mm -hmm. you have to find your way into the level clear this entire level fight this particular boss that may be too hard for you at some point Mm -hmm. um and after you clear this one boss that you don't have to beat Mm -hmm. necessarily um there's still you still need a limited consumable item in order to make this happen.
0: Yeah. I can certainly imagine it being more fluid. Imagine that being an option at a site of grace or upon a level up. You know what I mean? You can... But it's just freedom
1: Because not only do you have the freedom to reallocate your attributes and your stats, but part of the freedom is that you're free to miss it, if you will. Or if you happen to. Everybody's experience with the game is different. That's you want just... to know something funny? Yes.
0: I did. I didn't go to the Academy until after the Capitol. I was talking to some people at work, uh, which is also fun about the game. It's very culturally relevant. Lots of people are playing it. It's Again, fun. It's fun to chat, no, man.
1: Nothing like playing a From Software game right when it launches. Yes. That's part of the magic.
0: There's And yeah, lots of people at work are playing it, which is pretty cool. But somebody mentioned re-rolling their stats and I was like, where do you do that? And they're like, Oh, at the Academy. And I said, where is that? And I, they're like, it's here. And I said, I think I passed that. And they said, sounds like you did. I sure did. Um, and yeah, I don't know. Just fascinating stuff. Like that whole,
1: there's the possibility of missing something. That's like kind of the other side of the coin of all of it is like, yeah, within a self-contained playthrough, so much of it is missable. But part of the experience of the From Software game is the community.
2: <laughs>
1: is filling out the wiki at launch before anything. It's the water cooler talk. It's mm-hmm. the you know it's a callback to that 80s retro era of games where in the original Legend of Zelda did you know that you could set this one bush on fire people write the cheat codes in yeah. the blockbuster
0: rental case exactly. so you can use them too
1: there's this extremely draconian process that you can do to complete this random quest line mm-hmm. from this one NPC that you probably would have missed because they're literally invisible <laughs> yeah.
0: um, I did like, that one
1: yeah but I mean like you know it's it's there and you know, the designers intended it that way, for it to be that missable, that obtuse, that arcane, you know.
0: Have you heard about the uh I I haven't killed the wall yet. The Have one you with heard the, about the wall the
1: ninety nine with... like hits.
0: Yeah. Yeah. At, in volcano manner or something. Yeah. What do you think about that? That a that a remnant of past test or whatever?
1: I think, yeah, or I think it's it, an accident.
0: You do think it's an accident?
1: Yeah, yeah, okay. I do. Does it not lead anywhere? It lead, No, at least to somewhere that you can already go.
0: Oh, okay, okay, okay. It's okay. like... Okay, then yeah, all right. I get, Yeah, I it hadn't... just
1: like loops back to a place that's like not... Yeah, it's... Interesting. It's not an illusory wall. Yeah. <laughs> but but it makes you wonder. Uh-huh. Like, it's just one of those things that, like, it's one of those... If, if this was 20 years ago and we were not in the age of, you know, it instantly being shared to Twitter... That we would be, be smacking
0: uh, every wall yeah. in the
1: friggin' game ad nauseum. Mm-hmm. That would be and people are Sonic and Tails are in Super Smash Bros. Melee levels. You know that's <laughs> exactly what that would be. Yeah. Is like there's this hidden wall that if you hit it a hundred
0: times,
1: <laughs> you get access to a secret area. Yeah, and who the hell knows? Yeah, maybe there is one.
0: I mean, yeah, it's weird. sleeping dragon. Do you take advantage of that?
1: No, I some, learned about it too late. Some pretty normy
0: Elden Ring. It know, is references, but uh, at this
1: point, it wouldn't even be enough runes to get me a level up. Yeah. Um. I found out about it too late, but it's he's still out there. Yeah. The guy that's did I tell you about the guy that's stealing your runes in Stormvale?
2: Yes,
0: I know what you mean because every time you die there, you lose runes. I thought that was a mechanic uh-huh. for a while, and then it stopped happening, uh-huh. and then I read about it nifty is it i don't know i never met the guy did you yeah
1: do you know who it is no it's the little feller at the beginning who tells you hey don't go in the gate go in the side entrance don't worry about it (laughs) if you and climb up those rocks around the side and if you kill him guess what happens you don't lose runes you get Every rune that you missed, no, back, he drops them. Yes, at any point, he's just a bank essentially. At for the entirety of Stormvale, yes, you are losing about 30% of your runes every time you die, every time oh you drop my them goodness. for every time you died. And when you kill him, he drops every single penny, and he'll be like, Why,
0: why are you
2: doing <laughs> this? Why are you <laughs>
1: killing me? and you and that's it. And, there's no consequence. And he knows why you're killing him. Exactly. Yeah. He knows. And you get his bell bearing too, so you can still use this as a shot.
0: Heck yeah.
1: So there's that. Uh-huh. There's a pro tip for all you Elden Ring players. <laughs> Stormvale. That guy is not your friend. Oh my goodness.
2: But dude,
0: some of the NPC quests are weird though. Yes. Like the blind I she's blind, right? The blind girl? She under one the bridge. The bridge. Oh, the one you have to bring a letter to her dad. Yeah. And then I got it to her dad and he was like, Cool thanks and then I went back to her and she was dead. Yeah. But there's ways to make her not dead. Apparently. Yeah, don't do the quest. And something bloodborne tie you. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Like, I I don't know. Like I genuinely did something I okay. Admittedly, this was during the first week of release and so perhaps people's instructions or knowledge of you know the quest line was blurred but like apparently i did something out of order thus she died instead of like at least me being able to deliver a letter back to her or something i don't know and Mm -hmm. that's not the only time it's happened celibus died of some mis begotten cause that I I think I just timed out a quest. I, you know what I mean? I think I didn't do something in time, and I finished another area, and... I'm, curi- some,
1: I'm curious about that one, because you... Know you I mean? As for the girl who... The blind girl who dies after bringing the letter, that's something I'd also heard of as well, is that, like, that's just the quest line. Okay. Is that But, again, maybe you're right, it was, like, early on, and, like, people hadn't figured out how to, like, what, the, what other steps could have been. Mm-hmm. For a of this, you missed something. Did you follow it with a comet? Yeah, you did, because you yeah. did dunk, Ron.
0: Did you do Var- Varus's quest? He's the guy at the first who makes fun of you for being maidenless. Uh-huh. Oh, no. uh. Uh-uh. uh. He gives you an item that teleports you, No. Uh-uh. and you fight Moog. Well, maybe you should talk to
1: Ronnie, bitch. Go <laughs> to, to the Lake of Rot. What is... How do I find Various? He's probably already dead. That's what I
0: mean, dude. Ooh. NPCs just died. You probably missed it, and he's dead now, and you can't do it.
1: Yeah, that's awesome game
0: design. I'm not saying it is. Just me neither. And I'm not going to replay the game. The mystery is wearing off. It's awesome. I'm loving it. There, I, I don't know. The bosses are pretty cool, even though they're hard and like potentially unfair at times. I know it, it. it's also a very normie meme, but, like, Margaret was hard as a yes. first boss. But, but on purpose. Yeah, totally. But, I mean, like, but, it, yes, it, that was steep. That was a steep cliff. You know, all of a sudden. To teach you that. G- good?
1: No. Kind of. <laughs> the opposite. Kind of. Figure,
0: yeah, figure something else out. Come yeah. back. Come like... back. Mm-hmm.
1: You don't have to rush straight into the main first level, first boss,
0: mm-hmm.
1: if he's kicking your ass, try something else. Yep,
0: look at all this There's stuff. There's so much
1: other, you could, you can beat Landell before fighting Margaret if right, you want. Right, 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 right. You know what I mean? No, really.
0: Margaret was- How'd you get to, like, rot?
1: how'd you get down there without the gargoyles?
0: You can reach it from Ansel River, Maine by heading southwest from the Noxtella Waterfall Basin Site of Grace. What the heck? Dude, I haven't fought it. That guy? Yeah. I haven't fought him, dude. He's on the Lake of Rot.
1: So that's... N- so what you're saying is it's completely not at all what I'm talking about. Yeah. You didn't go another way. You just haven't been to where I'm talking about.
0: <laughs> I've been... I've. If we turned on my game, the Lake of Rot map is unlocked. I just have somehow... I have not seen Astil as a boss. Is that a dragonfly?
1: Well, kinda. No. No. He's a weird thing. I don't know how to describe it.
0: I haven't seen him.
1: He's got... This game's big. Yes. Like, okay. Here's the biggest circle. Full circle. Elden Ring. This is the Elden Ring. This I found it. This is the it. final
0: Elden Ring? it,
1: is it The two... one to rule them all? Yes, the one Elden Ring to rule... Do you see all those messages that are like, Elden Ring, like at Volcano Manor, they're like Elden Ring into fire.
0: <laughs> oh, no, I, no, I didn't, but I Sounds like that. Good.
1: Um, yeah, so, Fullest Circle. Elden Ring, is it too big? Too big to be fun?
0: Too Absolutely big to be... not. I'm having a ball. Too big to be satisfying? Perhaps by the end. And if I were to play it again, yes. I haven't said it this episode in exactly these words but Sekiro Shadows Die Twice is in I'm pretty sure my top 10 favorite games of all time. It's been a long time since I've actually like crafted such a list and it would be very difficult obviously, but I think it's a masterpiece of game design and progression that old school philosophy that we kind of were leaning on earlier in the discussion about just repetition until you you have it down kind of but in the most tight-knit won't say perfect but with really intentionally focused combat you you there is only your sword which Again, I've never used a sorcery build, really. I've used sorcery and incantations in Elden Ring, but I've never used a full build, and I might be wrong here, but I think lots of people would say, like, sword and board feels the most natural in... It's what they start you out with. You know, it's just, it's the most straightforward. And something about that with Sekiro is so fine-tuned. I mean, you don't have a shield, but the, the parrying system the the combat is so refined to your katana and it's rhythmic even it is and I would say shoot any of these bosses are, are turned into a rhythm game dude you know what I mean like they're but I'm not an Elden Ring I mean I don't know, maybe I'm wrong I don't know help me find the words it's just tight it's just
1: streamlined it's focused but both except for the monkey part the monkey the folding paper folding screen monkey part
0: yeah that was dumb
1: that is the only that was dumb real dumb and some of the snake stealth parts but other than those snake stealth <laughs>
0: yeah the Sna- the snake was cool the snake the is stealth, cool the stealth is dumb
1: yes you know that's
0: and those are Permissible. I would say permissible. Yes! In pursuit of a more full experience. They're, Fulfilling experience. Mm, they're admirable.
1: But, I don't know. If we're looking at Elden Ring as the whole package, we gotta be honest about Sekiro, too. Mm-hmm. We are fortunate that Sekiro comes with a... with a the bonus entire video game in addition to its well-crafted boss fights. <laughs> yes. You know?
0: Well, and maybe what I'm trying to say is Sekiro feels like a final distillation in my mind of what this genre needs to be. You know what I mean? Not needs to be. There need to be separate branches, perhaps, as as is finally forming. Elden Ring can be over here and Sekiro can be over here. But Sekiro did the combat better in a more satisfying and rewarding, and artistically beautiful way. There's full vision throughout Sekiro. And 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 I just, I think that's something that Elden Ring as you have well verbalized, is missing from the minute-to-minute gameplay. Whereas Sekiro just minute-to-minute It's focused. It's there. It has and
1: exactly it... what it's trying to be. Mm-hmm. Except for the M- monkey screen M- monkey
0: part. screen and scary snake where are you at what are you thinking
1: I agree I think I'm going to continue to agree but like we've said I think it's just going to take time mm-hmm. and whatever from software has next up their sleeve I'm going to dine upon heartily <laughs> whatever it looks it looks like it might be another armored core who's to say right and if that is the case, then I might not dine on it uh, <laughs> so peckishly. But um, I will be waiting. And I don't know, man. I don't love Elden Ring. Mm. I like it a lot. Mm. I like it a lot, and I'm in it. And there are, mom- there are moments that I love, but I've just like not fallen in love with it. Yeah. Or maybe I've just fallen out of love since I haven't played it in a little bit. Maybe. Maybe I just... it's there are are moments that hook me
0: that's a good that's a good final (laughs) final way to summarize i think yeah it's got some brilliant moments to it but yeah not every minute is as captivating as it could be
1: yeah and maybe we'll make a part three maybe we'll both finish Elden ring and we'll eat our words and everything will be great yeah maybe
0: or maybe in five years, we will
1: Breath of the Wild two will be out, and we'll be like, ah, remember an Elden Ring what thing? A
0: joke. Came out before Skyrim, and Skyrim around the world
1: came out before Elder Scrolls six. <laughs> yeah, yeah, can you believe that? Imagine a world with Elder Elder Scrolls six, Elden Scrolls six. The most important thing, actually, mm-hmm. is going to be something I failed to mention. In the Dark Souls discussion, as well as this one, is that historically, at least thus far, track record, the best part of each from software game mm-hmm. has been the post release downloadable content. Dark Souls 1, it mm-hmm. is Seal. Dark Souls 2, it's the three crowns, best parts of the game. Dark Souls 3, uh, Ash of, Ashes of Ariandel, and the Ringed City. Really, like, brought the whole trilogy to a close. Bloodborne, Mm -hmm. The Hunters' uh, Nightmare, The Old Hunters. Mm -hmm. Hardest bosses, best content in the game. It made me want to finish it. Yeah. Um, Sekiro didn't really get DLC. (laughs) Um, But Elven Ring, probably. And it's going to add sailing and flying
2: (laughs) Um,
1: and. Mounts. And more mounts. A T Rex. Raids, and a Battle Royale mode, I think.
0: That'd be cool. (laughs) Team
1: Slayer. Team Slayer. That is something I mentioned along, like, outside of recording, Traversal, Torrent.
0: Yeah, why don't you, you don't like Torrent?
1: I think it contributes to the breadth problem. Mm Mm-hmm. I think, it's not like the only measurement of value, but what I think, this is a weird vacuum competition to put it in, but comparing Elden Ring to something like Breath of the Wild. Breath of the Wild changes in its open world, changes the way you look at terrain.
0: Sure.
2: Yeah. With
1: your paraglider and being able to climb any surface. If you're on any sort of elevation, you can look out on the horizon and be like, I can probably make it to that. Right. And sail to it, glide Uh to it. Like, you can glide to just about any point you can see, Mm -hmm. but also every point, like whatever you're gliding over is probably hiding something too. Sure. Possibly. You know, all same and, like, my own personal reasons acknowledged for, like, like open world fatigue. I got fatigued with Breath of the Wild too. Mm-hmm. Breath of the Wild is repetitive and redundant in its own ways. But I'm just saying, as far as, like, being a standout open world game, traversal is very important. Mm-hmm. And I think there could have been more innovative ways for Elden Ring to be more impactful in the traversal regard. Rather than just having a horse that
0: double jumps. (laughs) That, yeah. When you put it like that. It's
1: revolutionary for Dark Souls that you can jump at all. Right, yeah. Which we haven't really talked about.
0: Uh You can jump. That's cool. Anyway. It helps. It helps. Torrent combat is pretty atrocious. It's gotten me through some tough boss fights. I'll tell you that, but... This is what's going to come with time.
1: It's going to be a great debate. It's going to have to be... Paper Mario versus Thousand Year Door kind mm-hmm. of thing. Like, I've heard some people praise the mounted combat as some of the best mounted combat ever. I which, do like, think... granted, probably.
0: Yeah. Yes, I was about to say, I unfortunately, that's still probably true. But it's it not great. It's not great in the context of the challenge that Dark Souls is, like, trying to provide. Exactly. It's, the combat is so limited. You only have, like, two moves. It's
1: wonky. And. But it can be improved.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Whatever's next. What's funny is we're still enjoying Elden Ring as we go. Still
1: enjoying it. Still loving parts of it. It's just so long, so big. I just, as much as much as I enjoy it, I don't want to be playing it forever. A game might be too big. Mm-hmm. But I have almost no doubt by the, that by the time I roll the credits, I will be satisfied with what I played. Maybe I won't re- want to replay it immediately. Sure. Maybe not ever. Maybe I'll want to hop back into second row like I've already been wanting to do. Right. Um, too. Because I miss it. But it's a big deal, rightfully so, for many reasons. And also and wrongfully so, for fewer reasons.
0: And it's going to set some benchmarks along the way, whether we like it or not. Lots of games are going to be copying it. So
1: exactly. buckle
0: up. Breath and... of the Wild 2.0 type thing. Bah. <sighs> The trend is only
1: going to start because it's being so lucrative right now. Because it's a smash success. It's not because it's good, it's because it's making money. That's true. It's because it's successful.
0: I can't wait to see the uh, Immortals Phoenix Rising copy of Ugh. Elden Ring. You know what I mean? Like, whatever that kind of like weird Ubisoft knockoff thing is going to look like. Have
1: you seen all the reaction from like the Ubisoft developers about Elden Ring?
0: No. What they hate
1: it. Why? They're like, this is bad game design because it's like too hard and too open and isn't guiding you where to go. Oh my like god. Like Ubisoft games are they do.
0: Like for real? Like that like actual Ubisoft developers are like I mean, I can't This is a dumb game.
1: I can't speak to it that it's like numerous yes. or that it's like But
0: it has been said? Yes. That's in, that's incredible. It's pretty Awesome. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: um, That's pretty good.
1: But hey, man, I'm just looking forward to the future. I th- I feel mm-hmm. like it's such a the size of the game necessitates the time to comb through it all and analyze it from a bird's eye view. Sure. I think it's just kind of taking everything it has beast. to offer. Yeah.
0: Is that it? I Are we? It, well, it's it's pretty tragic that we're both tired, but also that we don't have five more hours to talk about it like.
1: But, you know, ain't that just the Elden Ring experience?
0: Oh, if only we had five more hours. We're
1: already tired of it, but there's just <laughs> so much more to do with it. You know what I mean?
0: <laughs> That's right. And you
1: just got to see it through to the end. Mm-hmm.
0: No, we're, except, except we're cutting this off.
1: Yes. This is not the last we'll hear of Elden Ring.
0: No. Probably not on the podcast either.
1: Probably not. Breath of the Wild 2 rolls around. miss Elden
0: Ring. Anyway. Do you think this will be the uh, game of the year? I can't imagine anything topping it.
1: You know, I when I was talking to when I mentioned that conversation I was talking to my friend where I like predicted that Breath of the Wild 2 was going to be delayed. Mm-hmm. I think that's what we were talking about is that Oh yeah. I don't I I think Elden Ring can be game will be game of the year. I can't imagine anything else coming out this year to even compete with it. Sure. If it is, if anything is it's going to be like announced at E3 and come out holiday this year. Yeah. God of War Ragnarok maybe. Is that this year? Maybe. I don't know. Okay. I think, yeah. maybe. I think it might uh-huh. be, and I can't think of anything else that would. Compete. Yeah, be a competition. My only guess was Breath of the Wild 2, but that's obviously not going to be this year anymore. Mm-hmm. So I really don't know. I doubt it. I don't think. <sighs> Horizon Forbidden West? Oh, poor guy. Do you remember when event, Zero Horizon Dawn? Zero Dawn came out?
0: It was right before something dumb, too. Was it like Dark Souls 3 or something? It was something? Breath of the Wild that's right that's right oh poor guys and
1: thanks for tuning in everybody <laughs> that's
0: right Nintendo wins again
1: yes sir alright yeah. we're, we're we'll back be, to Nintendo we'll be back to Elden Ring 2 um weeks after the release of Horizon
2: <laughs>
1: event event <laughs> storm next next edition next edition Thank you for sticking with us through these several hours of From Software goodness, and thank you for tuning into the show. Please subscribe to us or follow us on whatever platform you are listening to this episode on. Give us a follow on Instagram, give us a like on Facebook.
0: We're really fun
1: over there. You, you'll
0: enjoy it, I promise. It's true. Braden promises. Thank you again, guys. We really appreciate it, and we will talk to you soon. My name is Braden. And I am Connor. We will see you next
2: time. Love you.